Welcome, Hop Nation USA. It is episode 161. You can say that forwards and backwards, and the number is the same. I am one of your hosts, Adam. With me is Steve. Yeah. He's all hopped up on goofballs, in case you haven't figured that out. I wish I was hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not, and I'm not. One, I don't know what goofballs are. I assume it's some sort of low-grade methamphetamine that was fed to housewives in the 50s. Probably. Two, I don't know where you get goofballs anymore. <laughs> I, I have no idea. And three, if they're prescribed by a doctor, I do not have health insurance to go do that. <laughs> I, I guess you just got to go talk to a guy that knows a guy. Fair enough. That's all you got to do to get your goofballs. Can I go to a, uh, was it, an urgent care? I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah, just go to an urgent care and it's like, Around to your finest goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a test to study for. <laughs> I, I'm curious how that would go. My, my assumption is poor. <laughs> Can I just have some ketamine? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Can I have that? <laughs> just, rock, just rock on up to the minute clinic. <laughs> Look, I've learned that ketamine is actually helpful in reducing uh, opioid effectiveness. Yeah, but doesn't that have to be... You know, administered in a very strict, in a very yes. metered way. Yes. You can't just go hog wild on the K. My point is that it's not just veterinarians that have ketamine. True. No, that's it's true. It's actual doctors have it as well. So right. you have more than one place to ask. Uh, the proper term <laughs> is people doctors. People doctors, yeah. <laughs> you have more than one place to ask. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just ask around. I'm sure somebody will give you some. <laughs> no, don't don't do that. I do not approve of that. I do not, uh, and other such disclaimers. <laughs> other such and whatever. Yeah. And that was the Silk Yellow Bridge. <laughs> yes. And speaking of doctors, what do doctors always like to drink? Beer? Yes. <laughs> and in the morning, at least before 9 o'clock, what do they like to drink? Again, it depends on the doctor. But <laughs> It's true. <laughs> you're angling coffee? <laughs> there you go. Coffee. Unless so. you're a mortician, then it's a beer again. <laughs> <laughs> or whiskey. So here's what we're going to do is we're going to eliminate the need for a choice because we're going to do both. Both them? Both them. We're going to have coffee beers. Hooray. On this episode. I think we've done that before. We did it twice. There you go. Before. Yeah. We've also, well, probably more than twice before. Um, but also that was our anniversary episode. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. we're doing it again. Right. Because who cares? Shut up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're getting good quality audio this you're week. You're lucky you're getting any any content this week yeah, or any other week. Yeah, stop complaining. This is for free, people. <laughs> exactly. It's free. Go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> Tpublic.com. Or a sticker or a mask. Or all of them. Whatever. But yes, we are gonna we're gonna do some some beer drinking. Mm -hmm. So you wanna introduce this one? You want me to? Doesn't matter. Sure, I'll go for it. Okay. I brought it. All right. I'll talk about it. Okay. This is the Luna Joe Cold Brew Coffee Lager from the Schutz. It's a limited release. Mm. Yes. And it is 5.0 on the alcohol. Yes. 25 IBUs. And it says that it's supposed to evoke cool air and warm members, bright ideas, 
And it's a dark lager rooted in tradition, but it's also got cold brew coffee infused. That's a lot of words. Yeah. I I, I rearranged a lot of them. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. It's all there. Let's 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 just What the hell is this new opener? Is this so, a railroad spike? It is a railroad spike. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is that has been blacksmithed into a bottle get it, opener. Get it? Because I said Jesus Christ. That's, 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 I'm going for blasphemous is the word I'm looking for here. Yes. <laughs> Blasphema. All right. We got it poured out. It smells nice. It smells nice for sure. It smells like coffee. It smells like, yeah, it does smell like coffee. Yeah. Uh, take a look at it. It's got a, a dark brown, not, not, uh, not pitch black. No, it has, you know, light moves through it. Mm-hmm. It is a dark lager. Yes. So it's not like a deep Cascadian ale, and it's not a porter or a stout. Yes. So you can see a little light go through it. It's like a super dark dunkle, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way of describing yeah. it. At least looks-wise. Looks right. Wise. Yeah. Uh, it's got a nice head retention, though. It, it does. Got a nice off-white borderline tan. Mm-hmm. Very nice. foamy. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is not a nitro. This is just regular CO2, correct? Right. Well, it came out of the bottle. So right. Yeah. It didn't have the widget in the bottle either. Mm-hmm. That's that's very old school tech of widgets in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pleasant. It is pleasant. Yeah. So we've hit most every style at this point. <laughs> I'm thinking because we've done stouts, obviously, mm-hmm. porters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done sours. Yeah. Weirdly, and now we have lager. We've got lager. We did blondes. We've done blondes. So yeah, I think. We're just looking for a coffee Pilsner yeah. and a coffee Belgian, and we should be able to round it out for, like, all the major styles. And and Pabst. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had it, but we haven't had it on the show. Right, right. I just want to have that on the show. Well, we'll do more than just Pabst. We'll, we'll get a couple of those. We can just do that on, on the back porch and just not have microphones and then just drink them. Do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Oh, there was one more I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, and we've done coffee IPAs as well. Oh, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've, we're, we're hitting most of the major styles. Everything, mm-hmm. Coffee's in everything. Hooray. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I, I find this pleasant, and I think the vast majority of the coffee ones I have also found pleasant. Yeah. Um, the coffee flavor in this one is pretty overpowering. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of the flavor is overpowering you, but the coffee flavor overpowers anything else in the beer. Yes, and it definitely has, uh, I would say, a lot of coffee aftertones. I think that's pretentious enough to say it that way. Yes, <laughs> yes. It has a lot of whispers of bitter. <laughs> Band name called it. <laughs> but yeah, you're exactly right. It just like on the back end. Mm-hmm. It's all coffee. Like, there's no real way to tell that this is a lager. Right. Other than the color. <laughs> it's, it, the lager is basically there to carry the, the coffee. That's all it's there for. Yeah, it is a delivery system. Mm-hmm. And to get you turnt. Mm-hmm. But the coffee isn't bad. No. So no, not at all. I, it's pleasant drinking. It's good-ass beer. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> so while we, we, we'll combine it to this fine-ass beer... Let's talk about some news, notes, and neat while we drink this fine-ass beer. Okie doke. You sound enthralled. Well, I am. I'm downplaying. I don't, I I don't want to get you too hype. 
because I got hype story, but I don't want to get you too hyped. Okay. Yet. Do you want to? Do you want to kind of just lead into it then, or do you want to? No, we should start with something else. Okay. Gotta, we got to save hype story for last. Okay. All right. Uh, then we'll start local. Okay. Uh, uh, very local. Very local. Very local. Very local. PGH is where I stole this story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Snake them. Just, Take that, Adam. <laughs> yeah, he wrote it. So, Adam with two A's. Yes. <laughs> yes. A friend of the show. We've uh, we've had him on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to have him back on again. It's been sure. too long. Uh, but uh, there is a new brewery coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, Trace Brewing. They will be in Bloomfield, the Bloomfield neighborhood. Yes, they are planning on opening in September, even through all of this as I gesture wildly. <laughs> as I make a sweeping motion with my arm yes. to the great expanse of America, all of this. <laughs> but uh, they will be uh, opening in September. Their, uh, their place of business will be right off of the Bloomfield Bridge. So that will be December or January next year. <laughs> and that is not a knock on them. No, it's that just the way things go. <laughs> yeah, that's simply the the nature of the red tape beast. Yeah, you shoot for those pie in the sky dreams. Like you say what you want, but you know, yes. accept uh, what you get. <laughs> and I and I I fully hope that you're right. I fully endorse it. It'll probably yeah, it probably would be better for them business wise to you know mm-hmm. be delayed, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons why we're tying this into this episode is not only are they going to be a a a brewery, but in the brewery space they're also going to have a coffee and espresso bar. Hooray! Uh, they're teaming up with Red Hawk Coffee, Red Hawk Coffee, mm-hmm. a, another Pittsburgh delight, uh, and they're going to have a full coffee and espresso bar available for their patrons. Neat. So I, I figured that uh, that tied everything nicely. Pittsburgh coffee, beer, Pittsburgh coffee, beer. Well, if anybody from Trace is listening right now, I suggest listening to the rest of the episode because segment two, we're going to get into coffee trends. Yes. And how they could be applied to beer. So I might give you a little secret to help your business. Patent pending. Yes. Also pay. <laughs> <laughs> And really, that payment could be as simple as coming on the show and talking about your brewery. Or giving me beer. <laughs> or contracting me for a shirt, which you also pay for. <laughs> a lot of ways. What's, a lot of things. Let's start with getting them on the podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I am excited uh, to see that. There are some, uh, some other breweries popping up around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to lay back on that one a little bit. But I want to at least bring Trace up because it's very apropos for this week's topic. Right. But, uh, yeah, well, there's more popping up. We'll get to them. We'll do a roundup maybe yeah. next week. Yeah, maybe see. two weeks. Who knows? We'll see. But, yeah, there's there's still businesses trying to happen. Yes. And that's cool for being optimistic. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I I still fully support them chasing their dream. Yeah, no, I support cool. I support anybody chasing their dream. Hell yeah. Do what you want. It's nice being optimistic. Yes. <laughs> All right. Steve, are you ready to get hype? Oh, or, you have a hype story? Or do you want another one from me before you get into your hype story? Yeah, you do another one. Okay. Well, this one's a real quick hitter. Uh, but uh, we have talked about on past shows that in the state of Pennsylvania, you are now able to ship. So there are a lot of breweries that are able to do that now within the state of Pennsylvania. Right. And another local one has jumped on board. And I, I am excited for this one. Yellow Bridge. Yeah. Yellow Bridge out of Delmont. Uh, because Yellow Bridge is in a, in a very precarious position for, for me personally. Because 
It's two tunnels and a bridge yeah. to get there. Yeah. And Pittsburgh math says that's special occasion. Yeah. But now I can support them. Right. Because you can just buy it and have it delivered to your house. Yes. Yeah. So can and will. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm like you, and like it's even farther than two tunnels and a bridge for me. You're you're crossing county lines. I know it's two bridges. Two that, county lines, actually. Yeah, it's two bridges, two counties, two tunnels. It's all too much for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've only drank your beer at at beer fest, and I've enjoyed it every time I have. But I, I've been ugh. to their brewery. They got a good good space. Yeah, you've told me about that. Mm-hmm. Before. Yeah, you you were there, and you know, a tour came through. Yeah, <laughs> a drunk bus came through that. Uh, that brought a whole new dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we don't keep a list of all that, but if you go on breweriesinpa.com, then you can find the total list of all of the breweries in PA that will ship within PA. And speaking of, guess where I stole that story from? Breweries in PA. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're really good at keeping up with that. <laughs> right. Right. They're, they're, they're about half of my, my news intake <laughs> for the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, do we have something for outside? Do we have a Do we have a bigger corporation that we can steal news from? Like NPR? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. We'll steal something from NPR. Okay. So NPR uh, put out a story earlier this week uh, talking about the the buying trends of beer during the uh, coronavirus pandemic, and there were some some very interesting numbers that came out. Uh, and I'd like to talk about them. Okay. Uh, so overall, uh, and uh, just to to lay the, the groundwork on this, what they did was they compare, compared uh, the time frame of early March to late June of 2020 versus 2019, uh, also known as the before times. <laughs> it's you could be called BC. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be. Uh, but what they discovered was blasphemy. <laughs> You know, Lester Holt never has to deal with this shit. Yeah, well, oh well. What <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say about that? How much? <laughs> Lester Holt gets six figures to not deal with that. <laughs> also true. Uh, but what they found was uh, overall consumption of beer was up twenty-seven and a half percent, which is which is good. Right. Um, but uh, the, some other interesting numbers were for the what they called the sub-premium brands. Mm-hmm. That's your uh, that's your Bush Ices, yeah, and your Miller Beasts, Keystoners, your, yeah, your Keystones and your Milwaukee Beasts and your Naturals and your Natties, yeah, yeah, all the garbage. There you go. <laughs> uh, that was up eleven percent, uh, and some analysts were actually quite surprised by that number uh, because uh, in times of recession and in uh, tightening of the belt situations, what a lot of people will do is they will go from a premium brand down to a sub-premium band, brand a lot easier. Right. They'll buy the cheaper shit. The, uh, the, and the, all these numbers are in-store sales as well. Correct. This Correct. isn't obviously not at restaurants or on draft. Right. Uh, but uh, they were very surprised to see that, there. yes, there was an increase, but it did not track with uh, some of the other categories. It was the lowest mm-hmm. of the categories. Uh, the imports, they were up 15%. Which means for some reason people want to drink Tiske over fucking natural ice. Right. Which, I don't know. That Polish sewer water is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from there from that one. Uh, you just accept it. It's true. <laughs> um, Tiske sucks. Singtao sucks. 
I know, I know when we're talking imports, we're probably talking Heineken and Corona, yeah. but yeah. I love talking bad about weird European <laughs> light loggers. Undebex. Fucking uh, Bira Moretti trash. <laughs> Whatever that Russian one was. Baltica. That's it. It's garbage. <laughs> hot garbage. Uh, not hot garbage was Kraft. Kraft was up 23%. It was. Yes. And there was one other category that is not really surprising that it rose the yeah, most. This one doesn't count, but yeah. <laughs> but it rose much higher than I anticipated. Seltzers. Everybody knows that seltzers are, are the new hotness right now. But what I did not uh, understand was how much uh, growth they have had in the last year. Hard seltzers are up 246% from the same time period last year. Yeah, that is interesting. Yes. And it's interesting because obviously since in that time, you got to think of all the brands mm-hmm. that have been released in that time. And honestly, you're not going to find seltzers on draft, I don't think. I have never seen one. I don't hang out in dive bars anymore. Right. Where you can find things like Fireball and Beast Ice, <laughs> where I would also imagine that you could find, you know, shitty seltzer. Right. But I, it, it makes sense um, that it would increase. I'm surprised it increased that much. But it's not like accessibility has increased that much. A year ago, hard seltzers were already widely available. Mm-hmm. You just have more varieties and more names there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're definitely taking up more shelf space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is interesting that, again, basically on can sales alone, yes, that it's gone up 250%. But, again, I think this might be a, a bias on our part as far as where we live because we're pretty close to a major metropolitan. Yes. And we're close to a coast. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of things Quicker than that's other, true. You know, we don't get things as quick as LA and New York does, but we get them, and then Columbus gets them, and then right, and then Nebraska gets. Yeah, them. we are <laughs> we are not in full flyover country. Right, we're just we're kind of on that edge. We're mid Atlantic, and don't ever call us Midwest. <laughs> I will attack you. <laughs> I won't stop him. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> He'll get winded in a couple seconds, anyways. It'll be fine. <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> but yes, uh, that was uh, that was very. Interesting. And then they, the, the article uh, continued to talk about how uh, there's some, some demographics in play of, you know, the type, of, as they said, the type of people that would buy the craft beers and imports and things like that would be less likely to go down to a sub-premium brand. I don't necessarily buy all that. What do you mean you don't buy all that? You don't buy that a bunch of snooty suburbans wouldn't give up their tasty dessert treats? Their one time of the day where they can feel like they're normal again? No, not their one time of the day they can feel normal. The one time of the day they get to have their dirty little secret treats. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> to you. The, the, those people are not interested in drinking. Uh, they're not interested in drinking beer. You know I, I, mean? I think I know what you're talking yeah, they're about. They're interested yes. in drinking treats. Yes. And so they're not going to give up treats. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and that might be part of the reason why the uh, the seltzer has exploded as well. Right, treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, suburban people with khakis want treats. 
Hey, don't, they don't want Bud Light. Don't, don't hate on khakis. Bud Light sucks. <laughs> I own khakis. I know you do. You you also live in a condo. It's true. You are suburban white people. And and here's the question I wanted to ask that yeah. out of this article, because they're talking about people going, you know, how essentially these treats are recession-proof. Mm-hmm. You know, if it became an issue of money or a issue of unavailability, like breweries started shutting down, mm-hmm. would you go back to shitty beer or would you just drink something else? So that's a, that, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh, number one, I would fight like hell to try to keep all of our local breweries open. Right. Uh, but assuming that is, I don't have a choice in that, right. that's gone out the window. It's either your money or availability. What, whatever well, for the situation. For whatever reason, right. I... I would probably probably just go back to a probably probably just like Yinglings. I probably just keep drinking Yinglings. <laughs> you know, so it's it's kind of a non-answer there because it's not, you know, it's right. It's not crap, but it's also not you know, yeah, a beer that's been brewed once, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah, it's you're, there's no FOMO has ever happened for Yingling. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> It's never happened. <laughs> right. And honestly, if and when that were to happen, I'd probably drink less too. Yeah. It's, That's what I'm thinking. I think I would drink less, but I would revert to other treats like Steel Reserve. <laughs> so I, I have kind of kind of done that a little bit uh, through this whole pandemic is that it could typically, a little inside scoop on my life, is typically Friday evening is happy hour. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll go to a place that has, you know, lots of craft beer on tap and things like that. And, you know, that's that's where I, I get to kind of keep up a little bit is is happy hours and things like that. With that not happening anymore uh, because people can't behave in Allegheny County or Westmoreland or Beaver County. Enjoy your weekends. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you should. Uh, I, I for the first part of it, I just didn't drink nearly as much. Yeah. So that's probably what would happen is I I drink less and if and when I had to buy something I just go get a Yingling. Okay. There you go. All right. And bake more. Yeah. <laughs> and bake more. <laughs> I would switch to other gross options like <laughs> Four Loco and <laughs> and Steel Reserve. Yes. Both the Alloy series and Classic Two Eleven. Both. I drink both. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're defending yourself against. Uh. My haters. All right. <laughs> My All haters. All right. Hype hype story? Yes, please. Okay. On the border of California and Mexico, in Mexico mostly, though, mm-hmm. uh, Mayor Marina Avila, yes. she's the mayor of Mexicali, Mexico, mm-hmm. which is across the border from Calexico, California. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun little dynamic they have. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, but she has been researching the possibility of reselling beer that's been confiscated at the border. Very interesting. Do go on. Yes. It, she has been looking into reselling this beer because uh, back when pandemic started, mm-hmm. we were very lucky because beer was declared essential. In Mexico, it was declared non-essential. And so they basically have no beer. Uh, because production shut down. Right. They closed the plants. There's no beer in Mexico. Yeah. Do you understand what we're talking about right now, Adam? <laughs> yes. The end times. No. 
We're talking about bootlegging. <laughs> I'll get the Trans Am out. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're getting hype. We are reading the news story that is the inspiration for the reboot of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> you heard it here first. This mayor is trying to sell this beer in order to build an animal shelter. Hell yeah. That is your, I mean, I, I don't remember two and three. Nobody does. Right. Nobody, no, nobody no cared. Yeah, no, no good. One, one had an elephant, and the other one had just Jerry Reed, and it was bad. Great. <laughs> Black. <laughs> but if you remember Smokey One, mm-hmm. the guys who contract the bandit is Big Daddy and his weird son. <laughs> Big and little. Yeah. Yeah. Genus Burdett. Either way, just, yeah, an unpleasant dynamic with that. Mm-hmm. But they're not likable characters. They're just trying to, you know, smuggle beer to have a party. Right. They're not really like They got a boy running in the Georgia 500. Right. And when he wins, they want to celebrate in style. Exactly. Don't worry. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're just capitalists looking to get some of that fine Coors Light across the border. Mm -hmm. Now we have, in a more woke age, we have a female politician ahead of a city trying to do charity work by selling beer. Right. It's, It's a good thing. Yeah. You can get behind this, and you can get behind the bandit. Yeah, this because is, he's trying to do charity work. This is all net positive, baby. All net positive. This is how you reboot Smokey and the Bandit, <laughs> <laughs> and you also heal U.S. and Mexico relations because we're stealing our own beer to give it to Mexico. Right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. We need to make this happen. Perk up, woke Hollywood. This is how it goes. <laughs> and you know what? You make the bandit Rosario Dawson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any particular reason? Just because it's Rosario Dawson. Because you could also put Selma Hayek in the movie. Go on. As the Mexican mayor. Sold. And then the kiss. What? <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> so very, very close. <laughs> so very close to being woke. But And then the kiss. <laughs> but like, you know what? Yeah, I'm for it. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not really a bad movie, really, because you, mm. you think you get a Trans Am with fucking off-road tires, because yeah. they're going to have to run through the desert for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be kind of similar to Mad Max, where they have that giant tanker. Yeah. You know, that's uh, Fury Road. I mean, obviously. Also, yeah. Also, some of the other ones had giant tankers. It seems to be a theme for the movies, but, <laughs> but yeah, they have the giant tanker running full of beer. Mm-hmm. Or just full of cases of craft or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you got the lead bandit car running, and they're dodging both border patrols. I like it. It's a good movie, man. Fuck. That is a good movie. Rosario Dawson. <laughs> so so you're going to need somebody to play the snowman. Hmm. I'm thinking Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker? Reason is because in the original, Jerry Reed played. Okay. Played snowman. Okay. He was a country singer. Oh, okay. Darius Rucker, also a country singer. Oh. I would have said Hannibal Burris. Mm. Just to have a comedy element. Just to uh, bring a little levity to the situation? Right, just to have a comedy. Just You need a comedy foil, so you make Hannibal Burris the truck driver, and then you need, to, you need another comedy foil to be like... Uh, like Danny Trejo could be the Mexican half of the police... The, uh, the Buford T. Justice. Right, the Mexican Buford T. Justice. But then you have the American Buford T. Justice because we're crossing border. Right, you need to have two. Yeah, so you need two. It's a double threat. That's how you make the movie. That's how you make it bigger and better. Yeah, 
better, more exciting. It's two villains, just like they did with the Batman movies. Right. You start adding more villains. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and let Robert Rodriguez direct it. Mm. It's a good movie, man. I'm putting this together. This is a good movie. If this happens, I get paid so much. <laughs> so much. Creative director. That's right. You owe me. I will sue everybody. <laughs> you heard it here first. Timestamp. Timestamp this bitch. Smoking the Bandit's coming back, and it's coming back awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that's gonna start. That's gonna start the franchise. They're gonna reboot the, the franchise. We're gonna get three more out of it. Yeah. Eric Roberts could be the uh, the ice agent. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Damn. It's a good movie. <laughs> See, told you get hype. This is a good movie. This is a good movie. Better movie than this beer, but... Well, I mean, we can have this Nothing beer. Can, we can yeah, have this no. beer in the movie. Oh, no, this beer is good, and it can be one of the beers being transported in the truck, but I'm just saying that movie's better than this beer. Well, that, that movie's better than a lot of beers we've had on this show. I know. <laughs> like, a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's like a 4-5. <laughs> that movie's a 4-5 <laughs> on Untapped, you know? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, this, uh, this the shoots is a pretty good beer, and yes. again, it's representative of coffee styles. If you're looking for some sort of crispy boy lager type thing, this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. Nope. This is this is all coffee flavor. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, Luna Joe, I drink you again. All right, what do you say we take a break? Yes. Get settled up. Yes. Segment two, where we talk about coffee things. Coffee trends. Yes. All right, we'll be back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. All right, we're back. I think Steve has come off the edge. Hey, he's all he's all fired up on Smokey and a Bandit. Hell yes, <laughs> again, <laughs> again. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you get fired up on Smokey and the Bandit, or I could be fired up on Predator, or I could be fired up on RoboCop. If there was a story about a cartel smuggling beer in the jungle, we would have been talking about Predator. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> if there were stories of beer out of Detroit, you know, we'd be talking about RoboCop. <laughs> See, now I, now all I can think about is RoboCop made out of kegs. <laughs> <laughs> and that both delights and disturbs me. I, I am 90% sure there is a Robo keg glass out there somewhere. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and if there isn't, then, then we'll have to uh, we'll have to get a hold of Ryan. Yeah. Fueled by hops. I can make it. I just got to give it to somebody. Or we can have Steve make it, and he'll give it to somebody. I, th- I think we'd get a hold of Nick Adams, because he also does the glassware. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. All right. Well, before we do that, we have to finish the episode. Uh-huh. And we're talking coffee beers. Coffee beers. A little coffee talk. I think I did that last time, too. Don't care. It's still funny. Yeah, you do that. I don't do this, because the coffee, I get the Dunkins. <laughs> You see that Dunkin's is closing a lot of their stores. I know. That's fucking terrible, kid. <laughs> Trogues is our next brewery that we're going to have on the show. Hooray. Their drive-ahead stat. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a good uh, one. It's a classic. It is a classic. And I had to do Google search through all our episodes just to make sure we hadn't <laughs> done it before because it sounds like something we would have done. I, and I'm pretty sure it's something I just drank on my own. Oh, yeah. I totally did. Yes. But uh, the nice thing about Trogues is they give a lot of information on their label. Mm-hmm. We'll start out with two basic numbers, seven and a half and 60. Yes. That's uh, ABV and IBU. Hops, Cluster, Chinook, and Cascade. Three C's. Uh, and they have a nice little description. Would you like me to read it to you? Knock yourself out. Okay. Jawhead is like... Jawhead. I can't even get past the first word. Mm. Javahead is like a day at Trogues. It's hard to tell where the coffee ends and the beer begins. This creamy oatmeal stout is, is infused with locally roasted, cold-steeped coffee through our hot back vessel, releasing subtle hints of cocoa, roasted nuts, and dark mocha. That sounds really nice. It does sound pleasant. Good for us. We've had it before, and we know it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is more for those that have not had it. Yeah. Not necessarily for us. Right. Because we've already had it. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, all right, audience. It's a layup for us, but we hey. have something in the next segment that's bigger and better. We just needed three coffee beers. And, and we still need our suburban treats. Yes. <laughs> Love my treats. <laughs> it's treat time. Take away my treats. But yeah. This one is definitely one that I drank like a lot in the early days of of the of you know craft beer. I think I think I know what you mean. Yes, like when I was living in Castle Shannon and there wasn't breweries everywhere, but there was only Brews Brothers. Yes, but they could still get you what you needed. Right. I used to buy a shitload of this and a shitload of Atwater. Yes, a Java Vanilla Stout. I've had that on more than one occasion. Both of those were early coffee beers that I enjoyed a yes. bunch. We got our beers poured. Yes. Time to go down the Trogues Trail. Yeah. It looks like a stout because it's a stout. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost yeah. stout. Yeah, got a nice, uh, same as the uh, the previous one from Deschutes. Had a nice tan head to it. Right. Uh, didn't quite stick around quite as long. No. That doesn't. That doesn't enter into the conversation very much, though. No, no. It's. I mean, it's effervescent enough. It's mm-hmm. fine. And, you know, again, on the nose. Coffee. Yeah. Plenty of good old coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. It's a little, on the nose, it's a little muted as compared to the Deschutes. It is. It is. That's not necessarily a bad thing, though. No. Um, tasting it, though, it is a good bit different from that dark lager. It is. This one, this one I find interesting because it, it on the very front end, I find a little bit more of a fruitiness, a little bit of a sweetness, mm-hmm. but then it immediately swaps over to a coffee bitterness. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of sweet and smoothness up front, but then it does dissipate into just like a bitter coffee. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not a, a hot bitter, in my estimation. No, no, it's not a hot bitter. It's a chocolate bitter. Yes. So, yeah. Yep, that's what it'd be. But it's good beer. Good beer. Yeah, yeah. We knew that beforehand, but we're telling you again. The, two, the 2020 version of, <laughs> of Trogue's Java Head Stout is good. Yeah, we're going to drink more of it. Take that. Take that, nerds. Do something about it. So, we're yes. talking coffee again. We've, we've done three episodes with coffee beers in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done enough of the history and the way coffee is so. introduced. So now we're going to do a segment that's probably going to be the best segment ever because I hate. Because <laughs> I hate this kind of stuff. Okay. 
Uh, if you've listened to the show enough, you've heard me and probably Adam bitch about uh, beer writers and when they write about trends. Yeah. 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 R- trying to guess the trends is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's, it's throwing darts. It's, it's throwing content to throw content. Workout. Got to get the workout. Right. And so I don't give a shit about uh, beer trending writing, mm-hmm. but I went and looked at a bunch of coffee trending writing. Oh, okay. And so now I'm going to take their speculation mm, okay. and I'm going to double down and speculate on how those speculations will play out in the craft beer scene. This is like some 3D chess here. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm curious where this is going to go because I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I'm one step ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you hope. <laughs> So uh, a lot of the trends that keep popping up, a lot of them were about sustainability mm-hmm. and getting coffee from places that were local. I think that's kind of an obvious thing, and it's not necessarily the easiest thing to implement, obviously, uh, with the exception of buying local. Right. We see that a lot already. Yes, you Pittsburgh know. it has plenty of local roasters. Mm-hmm. You know, we see them all the time working with breweries. Right, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I find out about most of the roasters in PA is because they worked with a <laughs> brewery. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, honestly, I'm basic as a motherfucker, and I go to Starbucks <laughs> and Dunkin'. <laughs> I don't go to roasters. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Although I did just buy, uh, like, a sampler pack okay. from uh, Mr. Bones Coffee. Oh, all right. Yeah, because they got s'mores flavors. Ooh. And they got mint chocolate chip flavors. And right now I'm drinking bananas foster. Ooh, are they are they a local? Outfit? No. Oh, never <laughs> Not mind. Not that then. I believe. Oh, all right. <laughs> You're just getting into the foo-foo side of things. Yeah. So somebody on Facebook was drinking it. And then I looked at their webpage. And then Facebook kept advertising to me and kept giving me promo mm-hmm. codes. And eventually I just said, fuck it and bought some. I need my suburban treats. Right. I need treats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a pandy and I need treats. <laughs> Pandy treats. <laughs> Pandy treats. <laughs> That's just so saccharine sweet. You're right. <laughs> I'm such a shit. No. <laughs> Our country's in a death spiral. I, know. I need my pandy <laughs> treats. <laughs> need my pandy treats. So let's get into some of these coffee trends of 2020. All right. I'm in. I've collated from like three different lists. I didn't write down from who. They just are. <laughs> okay. Uh one of them, and the only one, only one list speculated that buttered coffee would become more popular. Ew, no. Right. <laughs> buttered coffee sucks at ball. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even get two balls. Yeah, just I one just ball. one. Just suckle on one and mind your business. So I'm going to ask a real dumb question. Go ahead. When is the butter added? After it's been brewed. So you brew it and then you just... Take a pat of butter and throw it in a coffee. Yes. Rather than cream or sugar, you throw in a pat of butter. Oh. Yeah, it sucks. Oh. And, and I love butter. Oh, it, trust me. Yeah. 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 I, if you look at me now versus me in college. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to make, you know, my own doughs and such. Yeah. Margarine has no place in this house. I love mac and cheese and I love, uh, you know, pierogies, and I love all things that butter can go on. Right, because butter is better. But it doesn't work in fucking coffee. It's gross. No, it does not. (laughs) So this is the only one that I wanted to bring up that I don't think is going to apply to beer at all. The only exception that I might be willing to to be heard out is like a whipped butter. 
Maybe. If it's a really light whipped butter. Maybe. That, but even that is getting a little too far for me. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. The, the thing with applying it to beer, though, is that's actually just bad beer. It is. <laughs> because they, we've talked about in the past of like how you make fatty beers of, you know, the, the yeast can't absorb everything. So right. Everything gets oily and yeasty. When you have that fatty, buttery, popcorny taste. You actually screwed up your beer. Yeah, you screwed up. <laughs> and the only way you can recover is if you just change the label on it and claim it's a popcorn beer. Right. This is my popcorn, coffee, cotton, candy stout. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> So buttered coffee's out. Yes. You said whip, though. I did. And there is a new trend in coffee involving whipping. Okay. What about the nene? No. Okay. <laughs> nene. <laughs> it is called the uh, Dalgona coffee. Dalgona? Dalgona. Okay. What does Dalgona do not, mean? Do not ask country of origin or what it means or anything. <laughs> I assumed it means whipped. <laughs> All right. Uh, what it is, though, is you take uh, equal parts instant coffee and sugar Okay. And a little bit of water, and you whip them together, and you can eventually get that instant coffee into, like, a fluffy peak. I say, that that almost sounds like you're getting into, like, a Jamocha shake kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's much more of a dessert topping when you're done. Okay. Uh, and you're supposed to put it on top of just, like, a glass of milk. Oh, all right. So then you drink the milk, and the milk filters through the whip. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. It's a fun treat more there treats more <laughs> treats all the treats yeah I, but yeah this one's been running around instagram and i've even looked into how how to make it and okay i thought about it but then i was just like nah, i don't have any good coffee but now i do from mr bones oh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> this show is not sponsored by mr bones no not yet <laughs> uh yeah but the way i think this too can be tuned into the beer crowd mm-hmm. is people love stouts why not put some whipped coffee on top of a stout? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So people from Trace yes. or Hitchhiker, since you're already ahead of the game. <laughs> and I'm assuming this has already happened. I don't think, I'm not thinking that I'm inventing anything. No, but you can. You but know, I might, but put, I might. Push people gotta, in the right direction. Yeah, I, I might be. You got to put it out in the world. Mm-hmm. You, you say first. Yeah. Like you're on an <laughs> internet message board. <laughs> But, yeah, you just get your standard stout if you want, or mm-hmm. it could be a dessert fatty time stout or your own coffee mm. stout. And then you just ladle on some of this whipped coffee. You know, you have Hitchhiker. They have their own brand of coffee. Right. If you that put is, that on with some triple shakes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're doing all yeah. right. Yeah. So these are ideas. This is this is a trend I can get behind. Yes. Get on that treat train. First. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I looked into is the trend of using cascada. What is cascada? Cascada is the Spanish term for the dried fruit that coffee beans come in. Mm, okay. Because you know, if anybody knows anything about coffee, they're, it's, the bean itself is in a fruit. Mm-hmm. And then you take it out, you rip it away, and most of the time you throw out this dried cherry. However. However. It's supposedly a trend that more people are using the cascara to uh, brew as like a tea, as its own drink. Okay. I did a little research, and apparently it's already been used in a number of beers. 
That does across, not surprise me, actually. Yeah, across the country, yeah. I like. What was more surprising is I didn't find a dogfish head one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I didn't look hard enough. Right. But like Allagash has used it. Okay. Um, New Belgium has used it. But the, all of the beers that it seems to have been used in, can't, I can't remember seeing any of them in Pittsburgh okay. or in our area. So a Pittsburgh brewery could be first on that train to use some cascada. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, that could be a trend. If it becomes more popular in the coffee world, then obviously people are going to jump on it. I could, I could see that as a very easy shift from, from coffee beers. Uh, I, I don't know what, what kind of flavor you would get out of a cascada. I don't know if it's a sweet flavor or a sour or a... Yeah. The, uh, the, I think it's kind of like a spiced cherry with coffee notes. Okay. Just, again, from reading things that... Just reading. I've never had it myself. Mm-hmm. And then most of the beers that seemed to be brewed with it were either stouts or Belgians. Belgian was where I was going right, to go. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. the most sense to me. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean you can't get in the, you know, go a little while. Do it on like a Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, those were the two that popped up predominantly, okay. those stouts and Belgians. Yeah. So, yeah, that may be something we see more. And, again, like I said, I haven't seen anything in the Pittsburgh area. And all the beers that I researched, like only one of them had over – 4,000 check-ins. Okay. So they, they are not widespread. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely not widespread. It's a lot of single-batch stuff from what I can tell. So I will say if somebody in the Pittsburgh area knows of a beer that a Pittsburgh brewery has made with this, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Tag us on Twitter. Send us an email. Who did it? Hop Nation USA. <laughs> that's on the Twitter, the Instagram, the gmails.com. Yes. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. Yeah. But, yeah, we're on all those. Let us know if somebody did it. I can't think of one, but, you know. We've been wrong before. I'm not perfect either, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> a trend It's not necessarily beer-related, but it's coffee-related. Okay. And you touched on it earlier, talking about the Pabst. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the, more, of the, more of those style of hard coffee drinks are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I think a trend is going to be we're just going to see more and more of those, and we're going to see more flavors. Okay. They've yet to breach the let's get wild with our flavors. They have seemed somewhat baseline. Yeah. On that. A lot of baseline of just mocha, vanilla, and hazelnut. Yeah. I think are the... But I like hazelnut. I I like them too. I'm not not down on them. I'm just saying I haven't seen anything outside of that. Okay. I think the trend will be... To see more of those, because treats. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to start seeing more flavors. Some, I think Pabst has put out two. I only know of the one. What was the other one? Uh, I could totally be wrong, and I just dreamed this, but I thought they put out a pumpkin spice. I might, I might be wrong. Well, that wouldn't that, surprise so. me, though. Right. I could see that would be very seasonal, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why it's very unclear in my mind whether or not they actually did it or if it's just something I think is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, you have some sort of super exclusive. <laughs> I'm touched into the world, man. <laughs> right. I see Smokey and the Bandit remakes. I see Pumpkin Spice Packs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. And, and I'm doing a, a quick look here on the, uh, the what's the who's it's. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, it, it, that's very possible. It's just something I dreamed up. But uh, it's okay. So, yeah. So, Paps, get at us. 
Yeah. We'll help you out. We got you. We got you. We got you a thing. <laughs> 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 but maybe that's something we see coming up in October is, mm. you know, more flavors starting with pumpkin spice, but then people just going ass out loud and we're going to get some s'mores. We're going to get some mm. whatever. Yeah. Like chai latte, hard chai latte. So do you think they would try to do that on the seltzer line as well? Try to get into some some of those heavier flavors as well? Or do you think they'd yes. stay stay light? Yes. <laughs> Pumpkin seltzer. I mean, we're definitely going to see some of those wilder-ass flavors mm-hmm. in seltzer as well. Four loco has been a fucking nightmare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what they're built on. I know. Just, I'm just saying, like, everybody's got to com- yeah, everybody's got to compete with that. Right. And they already had a five-year head start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, they have fucking hemp, yeah. you know, for Loco, which, by the way, is one of the worst things I've ever drank. I am not surprised by that. It is fucking awful. Did you finish it, though? Yeah. I, I finish all my drinks. I'm not... Hey, hey I've had a few where I haven't finished. <laughs> I have grew I grew up poor, and so I understand that there's starving kids in China who are trying to get crunk. <laughs> you clean your plate. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've had the hemp for Loco, and it's terrible, and I had the... Uh, that crazy black sel- or black cherry seltzer that was 14%. Ugh. I had that too. You get sick of drinking that I would say, that, that's something that you, you have to muscle through because I assume it warms up pretty quick too. Yeah. Like, it's it's not that bad tasting. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get through it, but it is definitely thick like pancake syrup. <laughs> it, it's thick, and I also assume that eventually it just kind of tastes like Robitussin. Uh, nah, nah, no, no, nah, not as bad as Robitussin. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just like cloyingly sweet. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not a bad alcohol burn or anything like that. that it's just that kind of reminds me of like the uh, the Sam Adams cherry wheat, where after a while it gets overly sweet. I guess it's been a long time since I've drank it. Yeah. A long I don't know. Time. I, I I never found cherry wheat like that sweet, but I have a sweet tooth, so that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So when you know, fatty time tells you that the loco seltzer <laughs> is too sweet for him. Eh, you can leave it alone. <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Yes. So I got uh, like one or two more things. Okay. Uh, one of them is, and it's something we're already seeing some of, mm-hmm. is that uh, lactose replacements. I actually have not heard anything about that. So, I mean, in coffee, a lot of people are making their coffees with almond milk. Oh, milk, oh, 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 okay. All right. Cashew milk. Okay. Yeah. When you said lactose replacements, I was thinking on the beer side. Right. Well, it, it's... It, or did I just ruin everything? No, no, no. You didn't ruin everything because <laughs> I'm saying I've seen it a couple times. Okay. But I think that's what's going to happen a lot more. Okay. Because people are going to want, you know, non-lactose beers, mm-hmm. but like oat milk is really fucking good. Yeah. Like again, and I hate I, I sound like a real douchebag when <laughs> when I'm talking about these energy drinks and like shitty white trash drinks that I love. Yeah. But I love them. So that's okay. Hey, that's part of that's 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 what makes you you. There's my haters out there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the the monster energy drink. Okay. Um I only drink the coffee ones. Uh yeah. Yeah. The, the one time a year that I drink yeah. A monster, it's usually a coffee. Well, the one time a week I drink it. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. But they have one that's called Farmer's Oats, and oh. it's made with oat milk. It is so fucking good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can see that happening more, I think. Uh, Dan, I, 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Dancing Gnome and Four Points both did stouts with oat milk. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if Hitchhiker did as well. So I think that's going to be something you see more of mm-hmm. is more, you know, non-lactose, but still with some sort of uh, you know, flavored milk, mm-hmm. quote, quote. That's not necessarily a revolutionary idea, but a... Right. Uh, it's just adopting. A more widespread, a more evolutionary idea. Yeah, adopting a trend and, you know, something that people can identify with. Right on. And finally, yes, I found another list, and it was <laughs> it, this item only appeared on this list. Okay, but they they are predicting that coffee and cola will be a thing, and I don't see it because Coke has been trying to play that game for years, and it always tastes. Fucking like burnt tires. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. However, <laughs> in the time, I, I don't think the times that Coke has released those coffee, I think it's like Coke Black or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. In the time that Coke has released those, craft beer wasn't as wild as a motherfucker as it is. Mm-hmm. And in that time, since Coke Black was released, Evil Twin put out their cola sour. Yes. I did not drink it. Neither did I. And I, I'm willing to try it. I would like to try it, but you can't find it. It's, you know, it was very limited. So, uh, but in that also same vein, Evil Twin has also made a lot of shitty beers. Yes. But we're not going to go down combining, that path. Combining coffee yes. with, you know, whatever garbage. So it would not surprise me in the least <laughs> if... At some point, we see a coffee cola sour coming from Evil uh, Twin because they either just heard this or they read the same list I did. <laughs> and, and said, they, yeah, we're going to do this. Ooh. <laughs> or some, you know, asshole hipster bar starts selling <laughs> coffee and colas made with boilings. And <laughs> so I could see I could see not necessarily cola, but other soft drinks coming into play a bit more. There, uh, there, uh, there was like some calling for like spritzers and seltzers. Yeah. Like, because a lot of it is based on cold brew mm-hmm. nowadays. A lot, you know, and cold brew is so readily available as a pre prep. Right. It's already done for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, I've seen a lot of those lists also called for seltzers and spritzers, but it didn't really make sense within craft beer. Yeah. Because, like, it, beer's already carbonated. You're not going to add a spritzer to it. <laughs> no. No, I could definitely see that, that working with the seltzers. Honestly, if you could get like an orange soda with a seltzer, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, I mean you're already halfway there with orange seltzer, right? No, but just add a little more sugar to make your treats better. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your 2020 treat speculation. <laughs> <laughs> all about coffee. <laughs> We're all gonna drown our sorrows in coffee and sugar and other bad decisions. Fuck yes, <laughs> but not on the bad decision list. But alas, on the good decision list is the Trogues. What is this? Trogues Java Head Stout. Java Head. I don't know why I had to ask you that. I knew mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But the Java Head. I like it. I think it's a good beer. Same. Yeah. This is not a, a revolution for us. No. We already knew that. No. But, but it might be a revolution for you. Right. Try it out. It's a fine, easy drinker with plenty of coffee flavor, but it's not overpowering. And the stout isn't too heavy, and it's not too bitter in any way, and it's not too sweet in any way. It's just right down the middle 
because they've been doing this one for a while. <laughs> they've yes. got this one dialed in <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good. Yeah. I will say just one more speculative note. Mm-hmm. Buy stock in whitening strips. Because with all this uh, coffee and beer, uh, yeah, July 2021, everybody's going to have brown-ass teeth. <laughs> yeah. So get them whitening strip stocks in. Stonks up. Procter & Gable, you're getting my money. <laughs> Crest, stonks up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go collect my nickels so I can go down to the stock exchange. Get on that Robin Hood. <laughs> and, I, and I assume <laughs> Pittsburgh has a stock exchange. Right. <laughs> it's down by the Carson Delis. <laughs> <laughs> right down by Permanis. He's take a left at Permanis <laughs> and he's go to Holies. <laughs> it's in the back. Yeah. Stock exchange is back of Holies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with beer number three. And this is a big one. Stonks up. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycalledthisamovie.podbean.com. They called this a movie, testing the strength of friendships, one terrible movie at a time. Episode 161, segment three, roll tape. We're in. We're back. It's time for coffee beers. Hurrah. The third coffee beer of the evening comes to us from a Vico Tori. Vico Tori. Vico Tori, yes. Uh, Victory out of Downington, Pennsylvania. Yes. And is the Java Cask, a coffee stout aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, it comes in at a hefty 14.3%. That's why we saved it for last. Hurrah. Because it's a big one. It's a big beer. It's a big beer, and we save things big for the last. You got to tease them out. It's 4th of July we came out of. You got to have a grand finale. Hurrah. Uh, this is a bourbon barrel beer, though, so it ages oak flavor. It aged in oak barrels, and it marries oak flavors mm. with vanilla and roasted barley and coffee. And that's why we have it on the show. Yes, because this is a coffee episode. So, yep. And uh, IBUs are 60. Does, so. does that even really matter with it being 14.3%? No. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't really matter on the Trogues. No. It was seven and a half and 60 IBUs, so. If it's bitter, it's going to be coffee bitter. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, once you get up into this size, you know, your worldwide stouts and your 120-minute IPAs, yeah, it doesn't matter. And Steve just got a snooter full. It was a lot of heavy barrel that came right out of the (laughs) bottle. Does Does it smell hot? Yeah, it smelled hot. It smells like a barrel. Yeah. Yeah, it smells super hot. Yes. Um, it looks like a stout. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a, a tan, straight-up tan head on it. Right. It's not the off-white stuff like the other guys. This is straight-up tan head. Good-looking yep. unit. Yep. But, yeah, oh, boy, that's just all barrel and booze. Yeah. I don't smell any coffee on it. No. <laughs> no. Ooh. Smooth. It is smooth. Not much coffee. <laughs> it's there. You think so? Yes. It, it, it comes much, much more towards the end. It's there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. I think I'm starting to detect it a little bit. It yeah. is definitely not up to the level of what the Trogues had or the Deschutes. Right. 
Yeah, so the barrel is very, very prominent, mm -hmm. but there is a little bit, and it's more along the lines of like a vanilla cappuccino mm -hmm. than it is coffee. Yes, I, I like it though. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't dislike it. It's just, yeah, the the coffee flavor is very muted and obviously overpowered by the barrel. Mm -hmm. It's not that hot, but I absolutely can tell I'm going to have reflux. <laughs> I, Steve, that that was my thought process as well. Was not necessarily the reflux, but if you get any uh, burp ups going, that's where it's going to get you. Yeah, yeah, uh, but on the way down. Smooth. For a 14.3 that's barrel aged? Oh, yeah. That's smooth as silk. Yeah, that's very smooth. But I can also tell I'm going to have the flux. <laughs> <laughs> hey, price to pay. Right. It's price to pay. It's fine. Uh, this, this, is, uh, this is a beer I think could be a little bit dangerous if you don't know what you're looking for. I would say so as well because it's just so similar in name to the Trogues. Mm -hmm. You know, and Atwater, Java, Vanilla. And both of those are within drinkable, acceptable ranges. And this is night, you know, this is a night ender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This you, is grandpa's cough medicine. Yeah. This is go by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is, it's a good beer. Yeah. That's all there is to it. It's a yeah. good beer. Good job, yeah. Victory. Yeah. You know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Dizzy doozy. Okay. Well, while we, oh, see, there's the burp ups. Yeah. More barrel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, barrel is better than hot. <laughs> yeah. It is. Straight, hot, bourbon hot. Yeah. All right. Uh, while I try to try to find words for what I'm trying to talk about, mm -hmm. it's time to rip off another show. Hooray. PTI. Hooray. That sports show with those two guys. Don't know it. Uh, it's actually probably one of the <laughs> only good programs on ESPN nowadays. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Good that they went one out of the possible 48 blocks they can schedule in a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you did one for forty eight ESPN. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember it, college times for mm -hmm. me at least. ESPN was kind of like the default mm -hmm. for for putting the TV on if something's happening. That was just every put it on Penn ESPN. State campus. Yeah, like every Penn State campus had fucking Sports Center on the the common TVs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, nowadays, I, if it's not PTI or it's a particular game that I want to watch, yeah, I'm not watching it. Yeah, but that's not why we're having this section. So, you know, on PTI, they have a nice little game called Word. Uh-huh. And we are blatantly stealing it. Right. As we have in the past. Yes. This is the second time we've stolen Word. Mm-hmm. We're bringing it back. So all I'm going to do is, Steve, I'm going to give you a phrase. Uh-huh. And I need you to provide the word that just comes off the top of your head. Right. That would complete the sentence in your mind. PTI stole this from Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> So we shouldn't feel bad from stealing from them. Yes. But uh, unfortunately, since this is a podcast, we can't really do any Rorschach uh, right. blots or anything like that. This is not a Zoom episode, so no, no. eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, are you ready for your first phrase? Yeah. Okay. And this is a little bit of a callback to segment two. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. It is blank that Trogues is releasing the Naked Elf Ale for Christmas in July at their tap room. Fun treats. <laughs> it is fun treats. It's fun treats. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're just putting out more fun treats to the masses so they can kick on their khakis and put their slides on. And Khakis and slides, that just sounds bad. 
That's how people dress, though. man. <laughs> get your polo on, head on down to Trogues. Get your naked off. Buy a whole shitload of it for your friends and then post a picture of it on social media and pretend like you bought all of those for yourselves. And, <laughs> you know, you weren't helped out financially in any way. Right. <laughs> so my word is frustrating. How so? It is frustrating that Trogues is releasing the Naked Elf for Christmas in July in their tap room. Why? Because I, I have no overriding reason to go down there mm. to go get it myself. Right. Uh, and I'm not going to. Okay. Because, you know, travel and all that. Yeah. So it's frustrating because I'd like to get it. Oh. But I can't get it. Ah, you can find somebody to get, get you some. I don't really have that many contacts out that way. Well, whose fault is that? Mine. Because <laughs> I don't leave the house. None of this is done outside of the house. It's all done on the internet. <laughs> you join the Bantha Milk Trading, uh, whatever the fuck, group on Facebook, and you say, I got... A Java cask, I'll trade that for some Naked Elf, and somebody will get it at you. Yeah. Is that on the Facebook? Yeah. It's well, all on, that's, that's it's all on Facebook. There's, there's, there's all sorts of trading on Facebook. Although, it technically, just, you're not supposed to. Right. That's why it's the Bantha Milk trading group. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because they're trading Bantha Milk, not beer. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Zuck, you no fuck. <laughs> Are you ready for your next one? Yes. Okay. Your next station is 4th of July, beer drinking was blank this year. Fine for me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty good ex- for me. That was exciting. It was actually pretty good for me. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> I, uh, I got the Abjuration uh, mint chocolate chip. I saw that. Very taste. Very yum. So the ice treats. cream that you had along with it with your, your treats. Yeah, my treats. Did that double treats. <laughs> did, did you get that at the brewery or did you get no, that yourself no, somewhere no. else? No, I was just at Walmart doing grocery shops. And you're like, I got mint. I got mint chocolate, chocolate chip beer. So I might as well get some mint drumstick because fucking drumsticks are the best ice creams. That's a bold statement. We won't get into that argument. They got the fudge at the bottom of the cone. Yeah. You won't fucking argue. <laughs> <laughs> no. You said that's a bold statement. Like I was trying to, you know, put some hot take out there. It's not a hot take. It's ice cream. It's cold take. <laughs> it's ice cream. <laughs> Otherwise, it just turns to soup. Yeah. So for me, Fourth uh, of July beer drinking was non-existent this year. Yeah, I didn't drink at all during the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, like at all. Why is that? <laughs> I didn't feel like it. I don't think that's why I was. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> No, honestly, I didn't feel like it. Okay. I had opportunity. I had beers in the fridge. This weekend was a bit of an isolation weekend. Uh, didn't go visit anybody. I'm not drinking them with anybody. Celebrating. Eh, I'll have a Pepsi instead. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was non-existent. Not me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I would have got into the whiskey like a dirty little raccoon. I have plenty of whiskey in the house. I haven't I touched it. Yeah. I, I honestly haven't touched the whiskey no, At all this year. I'm very jealous. You have a lot of whiskey <laughs> and you don't drink them. <laughs> that is opulence, sir. <laughs> I don't even have a tiny little giraffe. It's, it is income inequality at its best <laughs> because I have no whiskeys and you have all the whiskeys. All the whiskeys. It's all mine. And you don't drink any of them. <laughs> Hashtag 1% whiskey. <laughs> Ooh, no, that's gross. It is gross. <laughs> that's just fucking bolt water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. The expected shortage of cans in the coming weeks is blank. 
exciting. Really? Yes. Why? Because that means we can start getting into weird containers. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that the uh, the milk jugs are going to come in vogue real quick? Yeah. <laughs> we already saw Penn get into their milk jug yes. ways, you know, out of Oktoberfest season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we might start getting more breweries start jugging it up. I'm into it. I like to see the day when somebody comes in with a Rubbermaid container. <laughs> <laughs> this says, fill it up. This is everybody's chance to start getting weird with it. Get some Tupperware. Get some Rubbermaids. Get some milk jugs ready. Start stocking them. We're going to need them. We're going to need them, and you're going to need them, because this can shortage is actually your fault, people, Well, and myself. And well... There, there's other factors. Well, there's other factors, but it, the the fact that everybody's drinking at home, yeah, oh yeah, and stocking up on cans, <laughs> like you, everybody wants that at home badge on Untapped. That too, I didn't know that was a thing. Actually, is a thing. Yeah, huh, I don't. I don't have. I haven't used Untapped in two years. <laughs> so I don't fucking know. And nothing of value was lost. Exactly. Uh the the cans though, like people are buying too many of them, and. Fucking seltzer is all cans. 264% worth. Right. Yep. I'm sorry, 246. Take it, take Don't it. worry. Though, I'm sure they're at 264 by now. Sure. Yeah. It's it happened July, during the episode. So. Yeah, it happened during the episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's exciting times. Get ready for your weird containers. I'm going to reinforce a uh, KFC bucket with perhaps just some plastic lining. <laughs> you mean a grocery bag? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to have some Franzia drinks. There you go. (laughs) So I'm curious if and when we do get into the weird container uh, timeline, Yeah, I guess. Obviously, you're going to have to adjust how you pour the beer out and how people pay for it. I'm wondering if they're going to get into like a by weight, like 90 cents Mm -hmm. an ounce. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Because that way it's equal for everybody. Right. It's equal for everybody. And there is... Yeah, I mean, it depends on who implements that because mm-hmm. there are those weird self-serve bars. That is true. I, which I do enjoy. A lot of people hate them, but I, I like them. Why do people hate them? I don't know. There, I've heard a number of different reasons. Are any of them valid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, one person brought up that they like talking to the bartender and they like or... If you're at a brewery, they like talking to the, you know somebody who might actually have a hand in brewing. Okay, I can appreciate that. So they want to learn more about the beer, whereas these self-serve RFID places are pretty sterile and lacking in like people that would know about beer for you know for but the most part. But you're gonna have that in a bottle shop. You're gonna have that yeah. in you know a, a bar. Where, yes, they may know the, the craft beer, but they don't know that particular beer. They don't know all the nuances for a, right. know, a particular beer. And, and that's just a hiring thing, though. Like, that's not that bar's format fault. Because the one I went to, the woman who was running, like, the cashier checkout, mm-hmm. uh, she was plenty knowledgeable about the beer. That's Yeah. So that's just a hiring fault. Like She just knew her product. Yeah. Like there, there's business like 102. <laughs> there, there's people at Giant Eagle who really know the beer mm-hmm. in the beer section. And then there's people at Giant Eagle at the Moon Giant Eagle. 
(laughs) (laughs) What is your thought on where this could be going? To me, it is uh, expected. Uh, The shortage of cans is expected. We should have seen this coming even before a pandemic. This was already happening. It just got uh, accelerated a whole hell of a lot more. Mm -hmm. Uh, We already had the tariffs in play. We already saw a shift from bottles to cans happening. Yeah. Uh, This was inevitable. Yeah, because, like, as I already sort of alluded to bitching about seltzer, but everything is cans now. Yeah. Most people do not want to do plastic or uh, glass. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is with cans, those are a lot easier to recycle rather than bottles. There are a lot of municipalities that won't take glass bottles on recycle anymore. No, not no more. I still sneak it in, but <laughs> fuck you. Don't take that away from me. Right. I'm going to start throwing some TVs in there, too, sons of bitches. That shit's expensive to try to recycle. Well, stop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, problem solved. Yeah. I don't what, know. What else you got, Steve? Oh, I don't have a solution for that one. <laughs> we got an open mic. My solution is just to throw it in dumpsters that don't have cameras. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had one more, but you ruined it. Okay, yeah. You want to go through it anyways? Nah. Okay. Because it was just, you're just going to, I mean, we can just talk about that Smokey and the Bandit again. Yeah, we can keep going. <laughs> what, what, what was the actual problem? The actual question was, it's blank that a Mexicali, Mexico mayor, which I was afraid I was going to bumble through, uh, wants to sell beer confiscated at the border to fund an animal shelter. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's hype. <laughs> it's awesome. It's hype. It's going to make us millions of dollars. That's right. You more than me. Millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Ad nauseum. Smoking the Bandit, coming back, 2022. <laughs> so would you, would, would you keep the, the, uh, the Trans Am? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. For sure. Because you need, here's the thing, and I don't know, not to go too far down a car road, no, even, even though you'll get it, but... More and more cars are uh, like hackable and can be uh, tampered with mm-hmm. through their computer system. Yeah. But an old V8 Trans Am from the 80s. 1977. 77. Whatever. <laughs> Same summer as Star Wars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I, there's, there were still Trans Ams in the 80s. <laughs> oh, very true. Yeah, I completely agree. You just want the one from 77. Yeah. Either way, those are not hackable. That's true. Unlike the BMW program <laughs> where you have to subscribe to heated seats. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That ranks up there with John Deere. Right. Uh, yeah. Where you're not allowed to repair your own tractor. Right to repair and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this is a little off topic. Right. <laughs> but that is bullshit. I got into that 14%. <laughs> And I don't care for it because I'm a very DIY person. <laughs> Even though I don't know shit about cars, I still do my best to fix them. Doesn't matter. Yeah. At least if you screw up, it's your screw up. Yeah, I'm I'm not mechanically stupid, so I can fix a lot of the stuff right. as long as I have the tools. I don't understand how it works, but I can fix it. <laughs> you can get there. Right. Yeah. I don't like that you have to fucking pay for something you already have. Right. I own this. This is mine. Yeah, they're not installing heaters in the seats. They're not installing anything new into the software. 
It's already there. You have to unlock it like a fucking video game. Like a microtransaction. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's bullshit. So 77 Trans Am it is. Okay. Coming back. That's it. It's an easy But like I said, it's going to have the uh, off-road tires. Okay. So it's going to be almost like a Baja car. Yeah. Uh, I would I would uh, liken that to a Safari 911 Porsche. Okay, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. I I, I believe you. I can. I'm on picture board. it. <laughs> I'm on board. I can picture one a 911 with a silly transmit or a silly suspension. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's good times. Yeah. I want one. Okay. All I need is six little numbers, and me to play the lottery at the right time. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go get one. Okay. All right. <laughs> and that's how you play ripped off word. Yay. Take that, PTI. I mean, they can come on. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know who it is. All right. Is it Shannon Sharp? No. Okay. Zero percent. All right. Zero percent. Is it? Nope. But no, but like there was Mike and Mike in the morning. Is it one of the mics? No. Okay. No, it's a mic. Okay. But not one of those mics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Too many mics. <laughs> Too many mics. <laughs> Too many mics. Uh, no, it is Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon. <laughs> there, there, are, there are a couple of old sports writers from the print days, and they transitioned over to TV. You know who I recognize? Nobody in that sentence. <laughs> well, nobody in that sentence, yeah. I recognize Al Michaels okay. and Bob Costas, and that's yeah, because right. I watched basketball last night. <laughs> <laughs> this is going off the rails. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this victory. Yeah. Java cask. Uh-huh. Good? Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It, it, it's a really fantastic beer. And again, four being 14.3%, that goes down really smooth. Mm-hmm. Dangerously so. Yeah. If you're... I can see how if somebody wasn't expecting something so big, this would put them off. Yes. Because that's a lot of nose, and it's a lot of barrel, and it's a lot of booze punched, like, up front. Mm-hmm. But it goes down so smooth that I feel like most people would just keep drinking it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially if if you are a fan of big, bold flavors. Ah, yeah, you're going to like this beer. Yeah. Don't drink two of them. And don't, and don't expect to get a lot of coffee flavor. No. No, that is the one... And I can't even call it a detriment, but I would say in terms of this episode, that would be the one detriment to it. Yeah. Yeah, if we rank these beers based on how coffee-y <laughs> they were, um, this would come in last, but that's not how we rank them. No. So let's rank them how we want to rank them. Okay, so you get to go first. Okie doke. I will... Hmm... Interesting because um, I don't. Oh, they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> good problems. Yeah, good problems. So bronze, I'm actually gonna give to the Java Head Stout. Mm, okay. Yeah, it is a little muted on the coffee flavor, and it's very easy drinking. But it, just the mutedness on the coffee is that's all it is. But still, I just I would drink this all day, every day, any day. Mm-hmm. It's a very fine beer. Because all weather is stout weather. Exactly. All weather is stout weather, and it is a good stout. The Luna Joe, though, is from Deschutz, the cold brew coffee lager, is what I'm going to put in the silver. 
because it is a lot of bold coffee flavor. And the lager part of it makes it really easy drinking. Like more so than I would say the Java Head Stout. It's lighter Mm -hmm. overall. And you just get more coffee flavor. So if you're really craving coffee beer, go for that one. Uh, However, it just doesn't beat a bourbon barrel stout. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Rookie? (laughs) Yeah, it it doesn't win. I don't even care that there's the least amount of coffee flavor on this one. It is, yeah, it's fantastic beer, and I love it. The Java Cask by Victory gets the gold. Right on. Because yum. Because I love treats. Because we are in a treat-based society now. Hell yeah. Treat-based society. We really are. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's treats. (laughs) That just makes me sad. All right. Talking about beers. That'll make me happy again. Uh... Like Steve said, these are all good beers. I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch. You know what? I'm going to change that. I know there isn't a bad one in the bunch. I would drink any of these again without hesitation. Uh, But there must be a third place. (sighs) But which one? I think... I think I'm going to go with Steve on this one and put the the Java Head Stout by Trogues in a very, very close bronze medal position. Um, I would even put it in a two A, uh, but it, and Steve said it all just, and I don't want to repeat it. He said everything that had to be said about it. They're all good. It was just a little bit more muted. Uh, it does have a little bit more booze, which is a nice thing. Um, uh, but I I found the Deschutes, uh, the Luna Joe, just a skosh, like half a skosh, a little more drinkable. Uh, so that, and that's pretty much the only reason it's going in the silver medal position. So that's a. Silver versus a silver A. Uh, but that Java cask, that's a big beer, but it's a smooth beer for a big beer. I really like it. The coffee isn't there all that much. Don't care. Don't care. It's a good beer. Gold medal. Yeah, that's my rankings. Yeah, I, I feel comfortable with it. Yeah. You don't beat bourbon barrel stouts. No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and they say it is a victory for your taste, and victory has won the day. Hooray. Hurrah for victory. Yes. You did your best. They did. Well, they all did. Yeah. And they all did good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I just like to give like weird backhand comments like that. It's fun. You did your best. <laughs> did your best. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, One. Just, it's like, it's like weird negging. <laughs> like they're, they're listening like, Wait, but man. we did do our best. <laughs> it sounded backhand, but we did do our Wait best. Play that back. Play that back. Mm. Yes. So, yep. All good coffee beers. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. Yes. And if you want to check us out on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and they'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and of course, we're on the Apple iOS store. Yes. Whatever that shit is anymore, because it keeps changing, and Apple <laughs> keeps adding to its goddamn upgrade program. <laughs> Everything is a subscription or a treat. This country sucks. <laughs> That's Steve's words, not mine, just so you know. But if you're on any of those platforms, <laughs> leave a five-star review because... We are a six-espresso-shot show. 
but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than making people subscribe for three months to heated seats. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. The fact that we put up with that shit. That's another. Well, we don't. Well, no, I don't put up with that shit. I'm poor. <laughs> I don't put up with anything. <laughs> Raccoons. That's about it. Oh, I saw a skunk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I had a skunk running around. I was took, it was it pleasant? Yeah, he's fine. Just I, doing I, his thing? Yeah, I took a video of him. Oh, all right. Which was, and that's how I knew he was new to the neighborhood. Because usually anytime I open up the back door mm-hmm. to like play with the animals. Oh, they go scramble? Yeah, they just scatter. Nah, this little stinky boy, he's just all like, I'm going to run around, eat some of these dandelions. Fuck yeah, all you, right. Fuck you want. <laughs> hey, it ain't hurting nobody. Yeah, no, he's not hurting anybody. He's new to the neighborhood, but yeah. Yeah. Just don't put out a welcome basket and you'll be fine. Right. You know. He didn't get close enough, so. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get close enough to make me stink, so <laughs> everything worked out. Yes. And if you did stink, you could go get a new shirt to replace the one you were wearing at yeah. tpublic.com. Yeah. Search term Hop Nation USA. We have new shirts on the website. Yes, yeah, so I've been cranking out a number of designs. Yes, they are quite nice. Yeah, they're nice. I like yeah, them. No snark. No. They're good. Check them out. Yeah, They're, check them. Buy them. Buy my shirts because I don't get paid otherwise. And if uh, you don't need a shirt. Mr. Bones coffee. What <laughs> <laughs> do you need a mask or perhaps some stickers or perhaps a coffee mug? Or a magnet. Or a magnet. I do like, it. I like the one design that we have. You got to figure out which one I'm talking about. But the one design we have would work really well as a throw pillow. And you can buy throw pillows on Public. Wait, can you really? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, shit, my Christmas shopping is done now. Yeah, yeah you can buy throw pillows, and you can buy um, wall art, and you can buy flags. That's bitching. Yeah, and phone cases. <laughs> I did see the phone cases. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. I didn't know you could do wall art. Shit. I, yeah, I don't advertise them much. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm not pretentious enough. As I was going to say, would that be pre- pretentious if I hung that in my own place? No. No, but it's pretentious for me as a, gra- as a shitty graphic designer. <laughs> I didn't go to art school. I just am kind of okay. He went to Garfunkel school instead. <laughs> he hated lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and Mondays. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah, check them out. You can buy it. There's a lot of options for buying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are some good wall art and pillow options, even though I don't advertise them because, I don't know, I'm just, I don't have that in me. I get that. And they're not super expensive, but. Mm. Buy early, buy often. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Be a lot cooler if you did. All right. We're going to go on Craigslist and try to find a Trans Am. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. I'm in a goddamn hurry. (laughs) I appreciate you not using that kind of language in front of my young son.